Rest assured that if you listen to this podcast, you only like our old stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm alienating our listeners for the past two weeks with only Olympics episodes. I only like their Olympic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is the, the, this episode is the end of season three. And so I promise at the beginning of season four, I'll, I'll start it off strong. I'll come up with a really good song to start it off strong with. And I promise that season four is going to be worthy of listening to it's only taken us three seasons. The show. This is episode thirty nine. Uh, Holy shit! What? Well, it just connected in my head that we're going to start season four with episode forty. Yeah, I planned it that way. I can't wait for episode forty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that episode thirty nine is going to suck, but episode forty is going to. We just got to get through episode thirty nine so we the, can make it to forty. This is episode thirty nine. Episode forty is going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jay, and this is Groove. Hey, yo. We got Miss on the Wheels of Steel. Hey. <laughs> I just want to say that she's not really on the Wheels of Steel, but. <laughs> Miss, Miss is the new, the newest addition to the I Only Like Their Old Stuff team, sitting in the background and taking show notes, and she's going to weigh in on producer. any discussions that we can't have the uh, final authority for. She's going to be our fact checker. Yeah. Get on the Google. Is it Tony Reality? Yeah. (laughs) Tony Reality on PTI. Yeah. Yeah. So you can run the games from now on. That's true. Um, What's up? We got some housekeeping. Number one fan this week is nobody, because ain't nobody give us $10 this week for our microphone fund. Um. We're doing a we're we're doing a little fundraiser to try to raise some money to get better microphones to improve the quality of the show. And on our website, I only like their old stuff.com, we have a PayPal link where you can donate. And uh, a couple people have donated so far, Zell and Owen. Thanks guys again. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, number one hater this week is uh our, Mitchell. Our, is Mitchell. From and the, the reason, conspiracy. He said uh, he he termed our last couple episodes Olympic Nightmares. <laughs> Apparently he's not in the Olympic spirit. I'm just really hating Apparently on it. Apparently he doesn't like America. Yeah. Why do you hate America, Mitchell? You either love America you get out. That's love right. it or leave it. Um, yeah, so there we go. Housekeeping. And uh, just so you guys know, if you listen to the episodes or you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, the new... Um, Clave season four post or season three poster is almost completed. 
He uh, he tweeted us a picture of it. It looks it looks better than the first two combined, in my opinion. Clave is our resident artist. Yeah, is he basically all he does is draw pictures of us all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is well, awesome. He listens to like he listens to Finnish death metal and draws pictures of us. Which you know, and argues with his girlfriend over Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So. so. Life of a high school podcast listener. Pantheon we did, fan. We did get a new fan or a new fan on Facebook. I don't even know where the dude came from. He's from Illinois. I can't remember his a name. A new now. fan. We're at the point now where we're announcing a new fan. <laughs> well We got one fan up. this week. Welcome. Uh, wow. yeah, some other stuff. Uh today's Dr. Seuss's birthday. Hey yo. I love Cat in the Hat's one of my favorite books. Fuck this motherfucking cat in this motherfucking hat. <laughs> um, love the cat in the hat. Um, and the other thing is, is we got... What? Well, before you go on, you love the cat in the hat? Yeah. What do you think about the Mike Myers cat in the hat? Oh, God. The best review, movie review I ever heard in my life was the review of that movie. I don't know who reviewed it, but they said this watching Mike Myers, the cat in the hat, is like being run over by a garbage truck that backs up and dumps its load on you. (laughs) (laughs) So for your money, would you rather watch Mike Myers do the cat in the hat or Jim Carrey do the Grinch? The Grinch, I I would say the Grinch. It's not terrible, but it's definitely not the cartoon. It's not terrible, but it's bad. (laughs) It's awful. It's not terrible. Yeah. Um, Happy birthday, Dr. Seuss. And uh, also, this weekend, episode 40, we got a special... Well, that won't be episode 40. We got a special bonus edition this coming weekend, because it's Oscar weekend. It's going to be titled Trainwreck. Yeah. Episode 39B, Trainwreck. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a live stream, and you can go to livestream.com slash IOLTOS on Sunday night, and it will be live, and there will be video of us. We're going to have the webcam on. And we're going to be talking about the Oscars as they're going on. So we're going to be, you know, broadcasting live during the Oscars. Now, I tell you, th- these past three weeks, we're, we're just getting real experimental. It's like we watched, it, it, we literally took Tylenol, cold, and acid, and we thought doing four, five episodes, six episodes devoted entirely to the Olympics was a great idea. And then we turn around and we say, well, let's live stream the fucking Oscars. <laughs> yeah. It was really another bad. one of those situations where Groove's like, uh, he announced a while back, yeah, we're going to do a live video, a live podcast of the Oscars. Now, J-Ho, figure out how to do that. <laughs> I said, I said, let us know whether or not you think that's a good idea. We would have one person say, that sounds awesome. <laughs> well, we're going to do it, and it, I'm at, presumably it's going to record it, so if for some reason you DVR the Oscars or something and you want to watch it with, with us, you can still do that. But if you want to, the, the, you know, if you want to check it out, why, if you want some commentary on the Oscars while you're watching it, then go to livestream.com slash IOLTOS, and we'll throw the link up everywhere, all over Twitter and everything. Uh, go on Sunday night. I guess we're going to start around 7 or something. The only cool thing, okay, about it is that it's gonna that it's gonna be the real life manifestation of what Jiga and I have done for like the past three or four years, which is we compete, we pick who's gonna win the Oscar right before they win the Oscar, and we keep a running tally of who's who's winning. 
And so if you guys, um, anybody listening wants to email us your Oscar picks, we will have, I'm telling you right now, if you email us your Oscar picks and you beat either Jiga or myself Uh with your Oscar picks, we'll mail you a care package. If you're willing to send us your, uh, you know, your PO box or home address or whatever. Yeah. I think you can get the the ballot off of Oscar.com. So if you want to fill it out in, you know, your PDF or whatever. Email us. We'll mail you a sweet little care package, some IOL, TOS, memorabilia, and uh, obviously, obviously a post-it note with our autographs. <laughs> That's all that will be in the package. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Groove, so we're going to probably get started around like 7, 7.30, something like that. We get going during, we'll, we'll get it started up during the red carpet entrance, which is around 7 Eastern, I think. And we may not be fully on until it, the actual Oscar starts. Well, I have a question um, for you, Jiga, and, and this will help the listeners out. Are, is there a, a part where they're going to be able to, uh, like, chat us? I have not used live stream, and I don't intend to test it before then. <laughs> well, hopefully there will uh, be. I think some... there will be. I think there. I, I don't know. I, I think you can interact with it. it Miss, do you know anything about live stream? Um, I, I know something about. I don't think I've ever seen anybody use live stream. I've seen them use the blog talk, and there's one with blog talk, but that doesn't have video. Okay. Um. You could always try like a like a Skype um, chat. Uh, yeah, we can leave a Skype window thing open or something. Yeah. I don't know. Some we'll, if we'll try people to want that to figure it out, we'll tweet about it. So uh, and we'll put it on the we'll you know miss we'll put it on the website <laughs> and, and on our on our great website. And I'm assuming the Oscars are on tape delay for us <laughs> on for the you, yeah. West Coast. For you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you might not want to watch it. Oh, so, it's my no, actually, I don't think it. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be on tape delay. I don't think it is for the West Coast. Well, is it on NBC? Well, yeah, no, it's not. It's on ABC, I believe. Okay, well, no, it won't be tape delayed then. Well, if you want to watch like... us talk shit about the Oscars, turn the live stream on and turn the Oscars on, and we'll have a good time. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be uh, putting on any airs, so you know, I'm gonna be just relaxing while we do it. Yeah, I mean, what it comes down to usually is, usually things like this, like the presidential debates and any kind of award show, uh, Jigga and I just text back and forth to each other, so essentially it will be what we would be texting each other, which sometimes is pretty funny. Uh, most of the time it's probably not, though. It is pretty funny, but it gets to be a chore to text yeah. all that stuff back and forth. I wind up missing whatever we're watching, so I'm yeah. looking forward to just putting the webcam on and... Now, are we using my webcam? I don't know. Do you have a webcam? Yeah, I do in my laptop. Okay, thank God. Because mine is like, it was like made in 1980. So. Well, mine was made in like 1981. So. Okay. Well, oh, you guys are going to be together. Yeah, we're going to be sitting on the same couch. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to Groove's house this weekend, so we're going to be there. That's cute. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, okay. Moving right along. <laughs> You got a little something about scrapbooks, Jigga? Oh my god! So I texted you tonight, and what what did I text you? Uh, Remember? It's something along the lines of I'm in an arts and crafts store, and scrapbookers have taken it over and absolutely demolished it. Yeah, basically. Oh, here like, we go. Here we go. Yeah. In the craft store, and I'm cornered by scrapbookers. Help! Worse than Michael Scott, scrapbookers have ruined the art supply store. 
find fucking loam. <laughs> yeah, so I went to see. So I'm an artist. I'm a graphic designer by trade, so I use art supplies. I have a legitimate reason to go to the art supply store. But you can't go to the art supply store because it's the craft store now. Okay? <laughs> What's basically happened, you know, the, the scrapbooking is such a big thing now. It's so popular, you know. And uh, now it's just basically ruined it. So I go, to the, I go to the art supply store to get some legitimate art supplies, and all there is is, like, fucking... Uh, mat board cutouts of butterflies and shit like that. <laughs> and it, it was just a miserable experience because there were all these all these scrapbookers were in the aisles around me and they didn't really understand why I was there, so they were all staring at me. <laughs> it was just a weird experience. So. You felt like a fish in a fishbowl? Yeah, they were like, what are you doing here? Like, because I can only imagine you looking at them thinking, what are you doing here? Which is what I, I imagine fish saying. Yeah. Like, why are you staring at me? I'm just fucking swimming around. Yeah. What did I do? Um, yeah, it was just a weird experience. And there was this guy there talking about scrapbooking on the phone to somebody. <laughs> and he was complaining about they couldn't get the scrapbooking supplies they needed. You know, I, I don't necessarily have anything against the scrapbooking thing. I have notebooks that I put pictures in and stuff, which is basically scrapbooking. It is. But, you know, th- th- it's big business it's, now. It's, it's hipster booking is what you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. What I do is legitimate, you know. But, I mean, whatever. It's what people like to do. But, they, you know, they have these big opulent scrapbooks, and they spend lots of money on filling them up with stuff. And it, get, I get the feeling that... It was that, a dude? Yeah, it was a dude. About scrapbooking? <laughs> yeah, it was a dude. He was he was there with his wife. Wow. I guess they were both into... What, hey, Miss, do you jump in here? What, what do you think about scrapbooking? You know what I'm talking uh, about? Of course I know what you're talking about. I have an entire Uh-oh. plastic thing filled with scrapbooking supplies. It's time-consuming. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's really it's really like a hardcore hobby if you're going to get into it. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally understand what you're talking about because most craft stores are dedicated mostly to scrapbooking now. Yeah. It's Why, a money-making industry. Oh, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's time-consuming if you're going to get into it. So I guess my question is, why would you get into it? Um, Well, you know, you see all these like people who, you know, the big thing now is when we were kids, we didn't have, our parents didn't like have that kind of stuff, you know. We didn't have, we had baby books or whatever, but now it's all about preserving the memories and like I remember when mom started scrapbooking, she took a class like this yeah, was, yeah, yeah. you know a couple of years ago, and she came home with like two pages, and she was so proud of them because it was like embellishing the photos and putting little like cut out things to go along with the theme of the photo, and I don't know, it's just people think they use it to preserve the memories of watching their kids grow up and all this other stuff and. It's See, a big market to to moms. It is. It is a huge. It, it is. I would say it's mostly moms. That are Except doing that. I know a lot of people. They're like, "Oh, I'm so behind on my scrapbooking. I'm on my third kid, and I'm only started on the first year of the first kid's like life. That's how far <laughs> behind I am. Like that. It's time consuming. Yeah. Well, it, it, people put a lot of effort into these things, and I, you know, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with 
with doing that sort of thing. But it's like I, some of these people that I, that I see in the craft store seem like professional scrapbookers. Like they seem like they're so into it that they're so busy documenting their life that they they ain't living their life. You know what? The, the document the dots are getting connected now. Yeah. Because I was in a uh, Borders the other day, and you know how they have the coffee shop attached to it, the Seattle's Best? Yeah. There was a woman in there printed with a computer and a printer, and she was just printing out pictures. And then another woman shows up, hands her money, and takes all the pictures. And I'm guessing that scrapbooking has now spawned yet another branch of commerce where somebody will take your pictures from like your memory card and sit there in a Seattle's best and just print them out for you. <laughs> yeah. And you pay them money for it. Like I instead like, of going to target and have target print them for you. I mean, I guess I don't, maybe she's printing out sweet scrapbook, like voice bubbles well, around. There's the digital scrapbooking. That sounds great. You can do everything and, and not have to cut a piece of paper. You can do the whole layout digitally and print it on your 8x10 or whatever and stick it in your um, photo album and you're done. You don't have to cut or punch or do any of the other fancy scrapbooking things. You just do it all on your computer. My mom has 20 years of photo albums. Mine too. That would be the first thing she'd grab. Yeah. Well, that's the precursor to the the scrapbooking thing is keeping photo albums, you know. But this is like more than that. You put more stuff in there, and like I said, I'm not trying to hate on it because you know, like I said, I fill up notebooks with drawings <laughs> and shit and bullshit and whatever, and that stuff is actually legitimate memories and stuff. Well, you 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 scrapbook a little bit. Oh, I do. Yeah, definitely. Because you're you know you're printing when you print out your photos and you put them in your. Yeah, in my notebook. Yeah, and yeah, I did I did a little book thing. for my girlfriend for her birthday this year and stuff. And like, so I understand the concept behind it, but I'm just kind of irritated that it's taken over my arts and crafts store, where I can't find anything I need anymore because it's all like, and it's what they're making money on, you know? Mm-hmm. They're making money on the scrapbooking supplies, so you you can't blame them or whatever. That shit is expensive. Yeah. Because now they've got you thinking you need to buy special paper that doesn't ruin your photos as it ages. So it's like acid free and all the pens have to be acid free. Everything has to be a certain way so that your photos don't get ruined 50 years from now when they've been sitting in a book that no one's looked at. Yeah. It's, it's, a lot of thought has gone into this. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously they're making some money on it. Um, all right, so all right. The reason I was in the craft store in the first place is because I needed some damn thank you notes to send out to these sponsors and these bands that I'm working with. Yeah. But because I've gone to the normal stores and they don't fucking make thank you cards for dudes anymore. They don't. They. I guess it's such a rare thing that people handwrite thank you notes anymore that every fucking thank you card has a damn butterfly on it and shit. I'm not fixing to send these bands I've been working with a thank you note from me with butterflies all over it. You should do it and just say, huh, isn't this ironic? Yeah, right. That's about the only option you got. Yeah, so, well, here's the thing is I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll go into the craft store and get some legit paper and just sort of make my own cards. I'll do a little drawing on the front of a butterfly, you know? So I go in to get this paper, and all it is is fucking scrapbooking paper. And, of course, I'm looking through the scrapbooking paper, and the people that I'm not the normal... 
target market for this scrapbooking paper. So everybody in the place is looking at me like I'm some kind of creep. <laughs> you know? And so finally I found, and I, of course I couldn't find anything in there that did, wasn't a pastel color or have butterflies on it. Finally I found some kind of like paper that would work, and I, I, I took my paper and my pride and, and walked over to the cash register <laughs> and left the scrapbooking store. It might as well just be called the scrapbooking store now. You know, if you probably went into a, a, like an actual craft booking store, you probably would have found what you were looking for. Yeah, I might have. I don't know. Called the craft booking store. I'm going to come out with my own line of thank Did you I? notes from dudes. You know, like, thank you notes for dudes. Manly looking thank you notes. And you'll find out. Why there's no more... Yeah, why there's no market for it, because these yeah. don't write thank you notes. I was just going to say, when would you ever write a thank you note? It's on a cocktail napkin. <laughs> you should get them that just look like cocktail napkins. <laughs> uh, thanks, bro. Well, you know, I thought it was a nice sentiment to send a thank you note for let, you know these bands let me use their music and stuff. And Yeah. Here's a here's the thank you note with a rainbow on it. Well, right. moving right along... We're gonna we're gonna get through this. Remember, because we're just waiting for episode forty. It's gonna be so much better. Uh, we did. I, I, I'm filled with shitty ideas. That's what it comes down to. Shitty ideas about the Olympics. <laughs> shitty ideas about live streaming this uh, the podcast for the Oscars, and shitty idea mailbag episode. And we had three people email us questions. We're gonna take maybe uh, just a couple of those. <laughs> uh, these first set of questions from Zell. Um, the first question he has is: If we could only eat one fruit for the rest of our life, what would it be? Hmm. What, what's yours, Groove? Mine is blueberries. Uh, I was thinking originally raspberries, but they're a little bit too tart. And I'm I'm thinking if I'm going with one for the rest of my life, the blueberry is just sweet enough, just neutral enough, just small enough, not really a hassle. I'd be all right with that. I'm going to go with raspberries, man. i got to wow. take that chance. Too tart. Love it. Too tart. Love the tartness. I do love the seeds that get stuck in between my teeth, though. Yeah. Picking the, hate hate picking corn out of my teeth. Love picking raspberry seeds out of my teeth. It's just a different thing. Question number two. That's the question everybody wanted to know the answer to right there. Yeah. This, it just gets better. Pressing right? questions. It just gets better. Reese's Puffs the cereal fall on the continuum where now those of you that haven't listened to our shitty podcast episode five was a discussion about the continuum of cereals where on one end you have the awesome cereals and on the other end you have the shitty cereals i can't even remember kicks is right in the middle that's the one thing i'm sure of no kicks was just on the shitty side well right and then what on the shittiest of shitties what is it for me, oh, it's, it's life. It's no, it's it's like raisin bran or some shit like that. Ah, okay, okay, and that well, total is worse than raisin bran. Well, total then we we'll put total over there. Total, total. Uh, and then on the awesome side is like Lucky Charms for me and Cocoa Puffs for you, right? Or ch- no, Count Chocula. Chocula. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> see, to get onto the real good side of the spectrum, it's got to have marshmallows in it. Yep. And marshmallows and chocolate. You know, marshmallows or chocolate push it pretty high, but marshmallows and chocolate—that's why it's you know right. chocolate. Yeah, that's for you. 
and and granted that's understandable and and so you got something like cookie crunch but it's it's a one trick pony you know you you're thinking oh I'm eating chocolate chip cookies for breakfast but you don't have marshmallows no you marshmallows the yeah you don't have marshmallows if they made cookie crunch with the lucky charms marshmallows I would be buying that every day yeah one time they made fruit loops with the marshmallows Exercising my right as a historical fact checker. Yeah, sure. You also enjoyed um, the uh, Count Chocula because it turned the milk into chocolate milk. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, Tony there's Reality. a third use for it. Yeah, it, it left a little something behind. It turns the shittiest thing about the cereal into something awesome. <laughs> well, who, I love that that last. You know, when you're holding the bowl with both hands and you turn it up to your lips, it's like manna from heaven. Especially when it's when it's got the uh, the chocolate so, milk in it there. So where do Reese's Puffs fall for you? Oh, man. Well, they're named after my favorite candy, so right. that's got to push it up a little bit. But, yeah, it's just going to be on the edge of those marshmallow cereals. I'm going to put it just down below Kaboom. <laughs> you know, for me, it doesn't even rate that high. I yeah. mean, it's obviously on the awesome side, but here's the thing about one of the and and this is the same problem that Golden Grams has. Okay, it's too rough on the roof of my mouth if it's not soggy enough. But if it's too soggy, then it's too soggy. So there's like two minutes of like awesomeness from Reese's Puffs. Well, but it's not it's, it's not as rough as uh, Captain Crunch. That shit's made out of razor blades. <laughs> it is. It's the, that's right on the edge. Talk about your milk turning chocolate. It's, your milk your milk is red by the time you're done eating. Damn, Cap'n Crunch. All right, well. Yeah, so, I mean, it, and it does, Reese's, Reese's Puffs do taste like Reese's Cups. It's pretty, pretty amazing. But I'm going to, it's it's not quite, it's right below Kaboom. If you don't know what Kaboom is, look it up. Okay, moving on. Burritos or tacos? For me, tacos. I don't like the everything in the world in the burrito sort of style thing. It's just not my thing. I like the the manageable size of the tacos. That's what she said. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, for me, it depends on where I'm at. If yeah. I'm in a Mexican restaurant, I'm going soft taco. Awesome. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm a, in a burritos, uh, a place that specializes in burritos, I'll go burrito. The thing about me, I'll turn anything I can into a sandwich because I love finger food because I never got to touch my food with my hands when I was a kid. So anything that I can eat with my hands, I prefer. And... And the burrito is like it's like the bastardized version of the sandwich. So I actually love if you could throw everything in one tortilla that's your entire meal. I'm down with that. I'll do that. What you can't uh, eat tacos with your hands? What do you eat tacos with a fork? They're not the same. You you can't fit the whole meal into the taco unless you eat like six tacos. But I want something else in there. I want I want everything you can get a taco plus some in a burrito. Plus it's wrapped up. It's manageable. You got a taco, you got shit falling out both sides. You got to eat it like an ice cream cone. Nah. Yes. I don't, I don't feel you on that. What? Yes. What? What's? Who? Who wins there, Miss? Taco well, or burrito? I, Tacos, I, burritos. Don't coming out of that speedo. <laughs> you're in trouble. Ooh, you're making bubbles. Sorry. I'm gonna go with burrito. Oh. Thank you. Done. It is, it is like especially when you eat like a taco supreme from Taco Bell, like the sour cream starts falling out. Yeah, it's just burritos are easier to eat. Well, then you, you got a little snack. When I get for a later. soft taco, I rewrap 
my soft taco to make it into a burrito. A soft taco should just be a burrito. It should be. It's a poor man's burrito. I like to have a little something left over to eat later as a snack. That's why I like the taco. Mm, disgusting. Moving right <laughs> along. Favorite Queen song? These are still Zell's questions. Uh, definitely uh, Under Pressure. Correct. You get a point there. Uh, this favorite, is not a game. I know it's not. Video game music score. Favorite music score from a video game? Uh, I'm going to go with Metroid in all its incarnations. Okay. For me, I still own the Halo 2 soundtrack on CD. And whenever I need a little pick-me-up in the car, that's what I put in. Wow, so. you, you just said that on a podcast. A lot of people are going to hear that. <laughs> wow. And, wow. Yeah. And we'll be live to, We'll be live video podcasts in the Oscars. Folks. Just to be clear, I do not own the, any Halo soundtrack. Okay, It's good. It's so good. What are you talking about? It's a about? good thing you already have a girlfriend. It's, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That, I, you sorry, said it. I'm you sorry, said I'm, it, not me. You said it, not me. It's a personal, I, I have personal things against that game. So. No, 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 no. The game itself, I'm not endorsing anymore. The soundtrack to the game is awesome. It's it's a just, good soundtrack, but that's one of those things that I don't I wouldn't say. I bought, it for it. I bought it for two dollars. That does me. not do anything to help your argument. <laughs> oh my god! As long as you didn't pay five hundred dollars for it, <laughs> it doesn't do, it doesn't change your argument at all. Okay, Nate had a question about whether or not we've seen the latest NBA rap commercials. Have you? Did you get a chance to go and watch those on YouTube? Nope, didn't see them. Oh my god. Still need to go see him. Well, great question, Nate. <laughs> um, Delaney had a question about whether or not uh, Brooklyn's Finest is going to be as good as Training Day or whether or not it's going to be some lame sequel to Training Day or not literally, but may as well be a, uh, you know, a, a watered-down version of Training Day. It's by the same director as Training Day. Training Day? <laughs> Training Day. Look at you, linguistics. Um uh, I saw the trailer the other day and, in the theater, and I'm not going to lie, I was pretty hyped on it. And really? I, mostly why I was hyped on it is, number one, I was like, halfway through the trailer, I was like, holy shit, is that Wesley Snipes? And it was. <laughs> and uh, good to see him working again. And also, Omar from The Wire is in it. Yeah, he is. Don Cheadle's in it. You can't hate on Don Cheadle. Can't hate on Don Cheadle. You know, right. and it, it's an, it's yet another movie with Ethan Hawke with a scraggly beard and his shirt off and a bunch of tattoos, which I don't know if he actually owns those tattoos or if they put them on him every time, but... I don't know if he actually owns that facial hair or if they just... That might be glued on, too. Spirit gum it on, yeah. Just, it doesn't look like it's real. He, That's for sure. Seriously, I think he's played the same character in the last <laughs> ten movies he's been in. Ever since that... Lame fucking modern adaptation of Hamlet that he did. Yeah, nothing is good from him. I I don't. I wouldn't say that. What 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 has he been in? The training Day was good. Yeah, that's right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I think it's gonna be good. I don't know. I, it does look like the sequel to Training Day, sort of. But it does. Isn't it, Richard Gere in that movie? Yes, he is. Yeah. What do you think? How do you think he's gonna do? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't have much of an opinion on Richard. Richard. I'll tell you what he's going to do. He's going to say, hey, do you guys remember before George Clooney? I was Richard <laughs> here. And everybody thought I was hot. You remember first night? Remember when I was Clooney? awesome? Remember when I was hot? Oh, man. I still, uh, I, you know, I still cry in that last scene of Officer and a Gentleman. 
when yeah. he goes, goes into, the, to, into the factory and picks her up. If, if for your money, would you rather watch First Night or Officer and a Gentleman? Officer and a Gentleman. I'd rather watch First Night. First I'd rather watch Pretty Woman. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> First night. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be quiet. Never mind. No, 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 no. no. That's not one of those. You feel free to put that in there, and we'll feel free to mock you for that. Yeah, if you're going to say things like that, you better get ready. Thicken that skin up. I just like, uh, what's his name? Um, Saying, come a lot. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) What's his name? Oh, uh... Sean Connery? Sean Connery. Sean Connery's right. name. He's King Arthur. And we have a street near our house. It's actually on our way to go see the movies. And, and it's called Camelot. And every time. <laughs> I get it, it's such easy joke to make Mackenzie laugh. I just go, Camelot. <laughs> see, what I love about Officer and Gentleman is that last scene. And, and they play, they had the, the theme song playing. It's love lift us up where we belong. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Yeah. You are you're getting a little dusty, aren't you? Dusty over here, that song? <laughs> Love lives where we belong. You just picture the That's music. Joe Cocker. That's Joe Cocker. We must have this song, Joe. Yeah. Gotta have it. Clave. Stirring. You've probably not seen it. You need to go see Officer and a Gentleman. While you're at it, watch First Night. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Camelot. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we've already hit our third segment of the episode, which is our regular question. Wait, that was all the questions? That's all the questions that was it? I'm let us do. Yeah, that's it. Because wow. anymore, it get real lame. Here's your mailbag <laughs> episode. Here's your mailbag episode. Fuck you for not emailing questions. Um, so, it's been, what, almost three weeks now since we've had our regular updates here. So, I'm expecting a lot out of you right now, Jigga. What have you been listening to? A lot of pressure on me. Well, I got a couple things since you know we hadn't done this in a while. Okay. All right. So, uh, this guy Luke, who I've talked about on the podcast before. Yep. Um, it's his last name. It's spelled L O U Q U E, but that's what he goes by. Uh, he he let me use some of his music in my movie Interference, and I went back to his website because I wanted to email him to tell him thank you and send him a thank you note with butterflies on it. <laughs> and uh, and tell him I would send him a copy of the uh, the DVD, and we got to talking. And I, I listened to his music on his MySpace page, which is myspace.com slash Dustin with an A D U S T A N Luke L O U Q U E. And I just U S T A N. Yeah, Dustin Luke. Okay. And he's from Louisiana, and I don't know. I just really like his sound. I really like some of the some of the songs he's got. Oh, really, you, all of the songs. You rehyped uh, me tonight. You sent me that link uh, that I hadn't listened to the song in like maybe what a year and a half. Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song Art, which was a, a hit for him a couple years ago. Uh, I think he got some radio play and stuff. And we, we, Groove and I both were real hyped on it the summer that it came out. Uh, it was like one of our songs of that summer. And, uh, yeah, so check out his stuff on MySpace. He doesn't, he, like, his newer stuff, he hasn't released it on anywhere you can download it yet. And he, he was telling me that he's, he's trying to get some, some of that stuff together because he's going to be releasing more stuff soon. And he told me he's going into the studio soon to record another album. 
So that's Does he cool. just have the one? Um, no, I think he has a couple of older albums. And then the stuff that I used in my film, he hadn't really released yet. It was just on MySpace. Yeah. He's got this track, Nouvelle, Nouvelle Orleans, which is obviously New Orleans. And it's really hype. Just a lot of like imagery in the song. It's really cool. Nice. Um, so I've been listening to that, and also I, I reactivated my eMusic account, and I got the new the the new Eels album. Really? Yeah, and I, I've I've always been kind of an on again off again fan with Eels. Basically, mm-hmm. Eels is just basically one dude. His name's E, but you know he puts together a band for these albums he does and he just came out with a new album called End Times and it's really good i mean it's kind of a downer it's it's as as is most of his music yeah but it's just really well done and apparently he just went through a messy divorce and it's there's a lot of like emotion in there from that but it's it's just a good good album leave it up to a divorce to make some great music yeah out of uh out of heartbreak comes a lot of <laughs> a lot of great artwork so well, I've been listening to uh, Childish Gambino, which I've suggested you listen to. And yeah, I almost mentioned that because I have been listening to that too. Yeah, uh, so I don't remember the guy's name. I know his name's Derek something. Hat tip to Troy on the uh... Troy on Community. He used to be a writer for Thirty Rock. He was a part of Derek Comedy, which was like a sketch comedy group. Whatever, whatever. He raps over, um, like, Vampire Weekend, uh, Yay Sayer, what else? Like, uh, Animal Collective, Grizzly Bear. So he's, he's like a hipster, you know, aside from being, like, a comedic actor. He's, like, a hipster and a rapper. And some of his stuff is really good. Some of it I can kind of throw away, like, whatever. Like, there's some songs where he talks legit. And the rhymes are really good, and the content's really good. And then some of it, he, he just says, I do not talk, I am just a rapper. <laughs> yeah, it, it's basically, I only like their old stuff, the album. <laughs> it's just a collection of indie hipster bands with him yeah. rapping. But it's legit, I like it. I really it like is, I mean, it is cool because, uh, well, I mean, I guess just because it's novel, you know? It's like, it's not been done. At least to my knowledge. Well, he's, it's definitely got that whole nerd rap thing, and I feel like it's the best when he's not presumably trying to sound like one of the other nerd rappers. It, yeah, you, he, you he, hit the nail on the head. Yeah, he, he goes into Kanye territory and stuff but, like that. So and know. then, but then other times he just goes into like straight, like just I don't know. He'll rap a verse, but the verse will be like much longer than sixteen bars. You know. Yeah. So both of his mixtapes, which are what the, um, you know, the the band music is wrapped over on, are free for download. And then he has an album called Poindexter, which is free to download as well. But that's over like hip hop beats. Yeah. So Miss will get that link up. I'll forward her the email that has that because a, a listener, Greg, oh Greg Feltman, hit me with that what last week and i've been listening to it for a week it's all right it's not something that i can listen to over and over again though i gotta be in the mood for it i do not i do not i am just a rat i am just a rat 
Sick boy make moves like a chess piece. And that move real quick like Nestle. Let me make it clear for a second like Pepsi. I was never worried about my wallet being empty. And uh, speaking of mood music, I just popped in Greg Laswell this past week as well. little throwback. Oh, Another blast from yeah. the past. Yeah. If you don't um, know, Gre- hey, Miss, you know who Greg Laswell is? Mm-mm. Well, I think you would probably like him because you like that that whole like Jason Mraz stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he's Jason Mraz. No, but he's got. If somebody liked that style of music, they would like Greg Laswell. How but, do you spell his last name? But if you don't like Jason Mraz, it doesn't mean you're not going to like Greg Laswell. No, no, no. He Laswell. yeah. L a s w e l l. I think. His, and it, I've been hearing his music like in the grocery store. My local grocery store plays that album. Really? Whatever. Yeah, really. That latest album, Through Toledo or whatever, I think, was it called? Yeah. What it's called. He's released two albums, I think. Both of them are really good. And also get the uh, his cover version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Really you good. sent me that. Yeah, yeah, it's that guy. Okay, I like him. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Singer-songwriter stuff. Singer-songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> free what's love the on the free love freeway. Um, what's the hype? Yeah. Uh, you want to go first? I'll go. For, sure, I'll go first. Uh, this Friday night, we're going to the Triangle Curling Club, and we're going to learn how to curl from nine to ten thirty at night for ten bucks. What could be more hype than that? That is some, it, the only thing more hype is if we could somehow live stream it. <laughs> that would be really hype. Um, yeah, that's that's some hype. No, is what that it? You? So you got? I mean, what? What? All, my friends are going to be there. I'm not hating on it. That's great. We're, I'm hyped. I, I don't need to say too much more because I'm sure we'll be talking about it next week. Yeah, um, my hype is that I found my old fountain pen, which I have lost for a long time. My quill. I found my quill. <laughs> found, I found my quill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a giant feather on it. Um, like you got your powder keg wig on and then you <laughs> powder wig. Candlelight. Wow. Yeah. Inside my Herbie Hancock. Unfurl my parchment and <laughs> Yeah. I'm writing like Shakespeare now. Now I, I, I got this I got this fountain pen that it's a pretty nice pen. It's not really expensive, but you know you get that one really nice pen and usually somebody steals it from you. Man, I got that one really nice pen and I'm scared to use it. <laughs> it just sits on my desk. My boy got it for me as like a wedding gift for being in his yeah. wedding. And uh, it's got like a this box with my initials on it, and the pen has my initials. I don't fucking use it. I'm too Damn. scared. Is it is it a fountain pen? I guess I don't know. It's it doesn't like have the, a feather on it. Well, it's got, the fountain pen's got this like nib tip on it. No, nah, it looks like a ballpoint. Yeah, this is like you know, it is like a quill tip. It's like yeah, a okay, pen yeah, no, it. it's definitely not a. I don't but have a. I don't writes. have a fountain pen. Fountain pen. Yeah, it's totally hipster, but um, I can it. it it just you know, like are you are you writing your thank you notes in calligraphy with your fountain pen? Yeah, I am. <laughs> you fucking douchebag, dearest sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it writes so smoothly, and it's the thing I'm real protective over it because I had another one, and somebody asked me if they could use it. Do you we think were, that they're they're not selling those anymore? Like, why you? It's a pen, right? Yeah, but it's it's relatively expensive pen. Yeah, it's like, like a, a thirty dollar like, pen. You spent more for that pin than I did on the Halo 2 soundtrack? Yes, I did. Okay. I'm, I'm not ashamed saying. to talk about my pen. Well, I'm not scared of losing my Halo 2 soundtrack, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so I, I had another one. I've had three of these things. One of them somebody stole. 
you know, yeah. because everybody's like, oh, yeah, I'll give you your pen back. They never. Fucking, he stole it and ran away on horseback. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so I lost the first one. George Washington stole it from me <laughs> uh, on President's Day. The second one I oh, had. Oh, on President's Day where he bought his first car. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. the Dodge Charger. Yeah. The, um, the, the second one I had, I was just, I had it in my pocket and. I was out somewhere and somebody needed to like sign a check or something. You had it in your knickerbockers. <laughs> yeah, I had it in my waistcoat next to my uh, my pocket watch, yeah. and um, somebody asked me if they could borrow it to sign a, a check, and I was like, uh, you know, and it's just like you, you don't want to say no. To sign the declaration. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. You know, you, you have your nice pen, and you don't want to relinquish it, but you don't want to look, you know, it's kind yeah. of a dickish thing to do to not let somebody use right. your pen. Yeah. He took the pen, and if you if you ever use a fountain pen, you'll know what I'm talking about. He, like, tried to use it upside down, and when you do that, you bend the tip, and so he totally fucked my pen, just completely ruined my pen. <laughs> yeah. He dipped it in the wrong ink. And that man was, that man was Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah, so, and I got this I got this this one and I had it in my pocket on an airplane and it exploded at like thirty five hundred feet. And so I put it in a Ziploc bag and was like, Okay, I'll deal with this later and then I lost it and I just found it the other day. I washed it out and uh yeah. I've been been writing historical documents ever since. <laughs> so that's nice. my that's my pen. That's one thing. The other thing I'm hyped on Oh it gets better. The other thing I'm hyped on is this Old Spice commercial. Uh, the one with the uh, the guy on the horse? Yeah, well, he says, he holds it, he's like, what is this? This is an oyster shell with two tickets to that thing you want to see in it. Yeah. And then it turns into diamonds, and then it, like, he, he's on a boat, and then it, like, he's on a horse and everything. And yeah. I didn't realize, but Maria told me that, that that there was almost no special effects in that whole commercial. Like, it was all, they just, like, basically took the set from around him while they were shooting it. Yeah. And apparently there's a video online showing the behind-the-scenes on it. I haven't watched it yet, but I, 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 there's, I'm excited. There's another one of those where he's standing in the bathroom, and he says, Ladies, look at me. That's the one I'm, I'm talking about. No, there's two different versions of it. No, that's the same one. I'm, oh uh, trust me, I know this. Then there, there's another one where he's riding backwards on a horse. That one is like the end of the commercial, but they play that part by itself sometimes. But the 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 whole commercial no, no, starts no, no, out no, because he's going two different directions. Oh my god, we're arguing about an old spice commercial. This oh commercial, god. he starts in the shower and he winds <laughs> up riding backwards on a fucking horse. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Old spice is your brand. You ought to know this. Impossible for him to be riding backwards on a horse in that commercial. Okay. Just saying. Go for it. I'm going for it, right? You hang your hat on that? Fucking pushing my chips across the table. Okay. Tony Reale, double check us. <sighs> well, am I not the hype? Well, no. What? Go ahead. No, am I not the hype is bullshit. I've been busy. That's all. I'm just real busy. I'm busier than I've ever been. I'm That's getting definitely not the hype. Yeah, well, it's not. The, yeah. Yours? Am I not the hype? Number I've got three of them. Four of them. i got four of them, okay? The first one is Nickelback. The second one is my quill pen. <laughs> Someone stole my quill. Um, the uh, 
No, Nickelback. I went back after that last Olympic episode and watched the closing ceremonies, the last part, and Just Nickelback. Fucking the, the Olympic ceremonies finished. And if you were watching, you could see, literally, you could see Joey's fingernail marks in the side of the coverage. Just not letting it go. He just would not let it go. Claw marks like, in please. the Olympics. Just the one more just one more recapture. Everybody's um, gold medal has Joey's fingernails. Yeah, so it. I went back on there and watched the last bit of the closing ceremony. So they broke it up with the marriage ref or whatever. And Nickelback played. <laughs> and that was fucking terrible. And I know it's fashionable to hate on Nickelback, but fuck that man. <laughs> Holy shit. The, 30 the, million records. They kept having to cut away from the Olympians because they were making fun of it to the camera. <laughs> they were cutting to somebody else, you know? Yeah. I, I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, you know what would have been awesome? Rush is like the Canadian band. Why didn't Rush play? Cana- I don't know. Arcade Fire is a Canadian band. Why didn't they get the Arcade Fire to play? That's weird because Arcade Fire is like, they're all hyped up because of where the wild things are. Yeah, yeah, you'd think that would be a perfect tie-in there. They probably said, well, wait, who else is playing? Yeah, oh, Nickelback? No, we're not going <laughs> to Never mind. career suicide. Avril Lavigne? Avril Lavigne? Really? Yeah, Avril Lavigne, and then the, the crowning achievement was uh, Alanis Morissette, which, I, you know, I'm not a big Alanis Morissette fan, but she was lip-syncing. Isn't that ironic? Isn't that really? ironic? Don't you think? Yeah. I, th- I was like, really? You're lip syncing? It's like Nickelback on the clothes. They should have just brought back Brian Adams from the opening ceremony. I'm surprised or Michael Buble. Yeah, Brian Adams and Michael Buble together. They that would have been awesome. Brought back the always enjoyable giant inflatable beaver. <laughs> <laughs> what else was there? There was the beaver, the hockey guy, the mountie, and there was something else. There's a moose. Oh. I like how we said that. We said that at the same time on the last episode and this episode, too. We're we're moose buddies. That's awesome. (laughs) Did you see the the hockey guys wearing the gold medals? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, would they have been silver if they would have lost? They would have had no no medals on. They They would have had no hockey players on. They would have had no closing ceremonies. They they would have had Nickelback for two hours. Yeah. Canada would have just shuttered itself and just been like, we're done. Turn the lights out. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Yeah. Get uh, the fuck out of here. So my next not the hype is Lost Sucks. Oh, don't talk about the latest episode. What, what, how could I explain it to you in a way that would make any sense anyway? How could I, how could I ruin it? At this point, how could I ever ruin Lost? It's true. Um, the next thing that looks like it's not hype, I guess this could, this could be hype still out, but I'm going to go ahead and put it in the not hype column. Uh, the hot tub time machine. Oh, thank you. Why? Why? Why, Daryl? Why, Daryl from the office? Why? Why? John Cusack. Why did you have to take what you had potential to be and have one funny moment that's going to get sold out on the trailer where he looks into the camera after saying it's a hot tub time machine? That moment is funny. The rest of it's going to suck. Hot tub time machine. That fucking that kid in that movie that looks like Ben Gibbard. Yeah, yeah. He looks just like Ben Gibbard from Death Cab. Yeah. Not pro- Ben Gibbard's probably funnier. I'm sure he I is. I heard his covers album. He's yeah. pretty funny in his covers album. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my last not the hype is one that's just been eating on me for a long time. And it's Hardy's commercial. How does John Cusack still get a movie? He 2012. Yeah, he just did 2012. That's right. Um, Hardy's commercials. 
Still not the height. Just, they disgust me. They get to the point, they make me feel like I'm going to vomit. When they show the fucking disgusting food with the shit dripping out of it. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, and they're so like chauvinistic and shit. And it's just like, really? You need to move here. We don't have Hardee's in California. You got Carl's Jr. Oh, yeah. Well, it's those the same company. aren't awful. It's the same company. Oh. Yeah, they are so then, awful. Yeah, they you probably just, are. Yeah. They, they are awful. They're awful. And they, the, the food awful. does not look appealing at all. And it's no. just like a fucking sarcastic. I want to, God, I want to just punch that announcer in the face. You thought it was hot before. We just added fried jalapenos to your chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, hype still we took out. your chicken I'll sandwich think. and dipped it in powdered sugar and deep fried it. And... Yeah. And then we slapped a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a word commercial where they're advertising the two double cheeseburgers for $2 or whatever, and it's just the... The guy eating the burger while he's in the auto shop, and they're because he has cheater spray painted on his car, yeah. and they're like juggling two things at once isn't easy, but Hardy's will. Give but you it's burgers. easy to juggle two Hardy's hamburgers when they've been dipped in shit and deep fried with oregano. We'll slap a woman for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Fuck Hardee's and Carl Jr. You're not off the hook, Carl Jr. Just because your name is different. You're the same fucking company. You know, they had that campaign where you got to do the uh, text for the commercial where they slam down the big hamburger and then the little one falls down right afterwards. And uh, Mikey did one of those commercials. He submitted it. Yeah. And it was uh, dinner and then the little hamburger was dessert. <laughs> Okay, moving right along. That wasn't chauvinistic enough. Um, Yes, that's not not hype. Uh, My hype still out is uh, this week, Citizen Cope comes out with the Rainwater LP, and (laughs) next week, uh, the Gorillas come out with a new album. I've heard the first track off of that Gorillas that's got most stuff on it. It's streaming live on NPR right now. You can listen to the whole thing on the NPR website. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Is it good? Rhea's all hyped on it. She's heard the whole thing. She really liked it. I, I like that track. The video is fucking weird. Yeah? <sighs> I've never really, really been one for the gorillas. That's why the hype's still out. But I've had three separate people say, hey, you're going to have to go get this. I like the gorillas. Yeah. I think it was because my ex-girlfriend loved them so much, and I really don't care for her at don't all. Don't let her have the gorillas. She can't have them. Uh, okay. Take it back. Why you gotta why you gotta make a CD that's camouflage though? That's like you know the, the gorillas have a camouflage C D. You know who else has a camouflage C D? There's only one other camouflage C D that was ever made. What? Bubba Sparks. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all a, I gotta it's say. It's a good company then. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> What's your eyes still out? Uh number here's one that'll make you feel better about mentioning that you own the Halo soundtrack. My quill pen. <laughs> it's, not, it's still you can try to work that joke. You can just run that joke in the ground. It's still not Halo Two soundtrack. Uh, 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 
I'm still out. Um, they just released Final Fantasy 1 and 2 for the iPod. Yeah, they did. Oppo's been trying to get me to play that for a while, and I haven't because I just I, I wasn't going to get out my DS for it or whatever. I'm mean, not my DS, my fucking old-ass Game Boy for it. But I might I might pick it up. Yeah? It's good, so I might, I'm going to try to get it. It's like 8 bucks though. But it's a full game, you know? It's kind of cool that they're releasing some Nintendo games now. I never thought they'd do that. If you said for the iPod... Or the iPod and, and the iPhone, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Final Fantasy one and two, uh, the the actually you know the old NES games. You know, I've been getting back into my words with friends. Yeah, I have too. I I have my roommate to it tonight, and I got my I first got like, eighty. I I hyped her to it. I was like, you got to try this game, and then I dropped an eighty nine point word on her. Well, demoralizing. I'm gonna have to say this and publicly shame myself. I was playing with Grizzles. You were Science advisor. To the new soundtrack. No. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was playing words with friends with my quill pen, and uh, fucking Grizzles dropped his entire rack on me and got ninety nine points with one word. It was like some nautical term. You got ninety nine problems, <laughs> and, and I immediately resigned the game. Yeah, it was like three plays into the game, I immediately resigned. Yeah, he, he he's made me so mad I could scream on that game before. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. He's gonna be listening. He's gonna bring it up while we're current. Yeah, it's true. What my 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 what I do to deal with him with that is when we get close to the end of the game and I know I'm gonna lose by 500 points, I just start putting down the most bullshit little words, you know, that like just drag the game out as long as possible. It's like <laughs> I score like two point words, and then yeah. when I know that I'm like at my last letter, I just let it sit there for like six days. <laughs> and then I then I spiteful. go yeah just, just spiteful just spiteful um my other hype still out is there's this movie called Big Fan with uh Patton Oswalt yeah and it's supposed to be really good I've heard really good reviews of it he's a right. he's a New York Giants fan I think right and it's on Netflix now on the instant streaming so I'm gonna watch it I saw that on there and I was like oh, I'll get to it that's the problem with the instant streaming there's so many movies you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that at some point. I just throw them all in my queue. There's no reason right. to have it in your queue if you got Xbox, though. Well, I like it in my Xbox queue so that I can... Whatever. That's what I'm talking about. So I can just okay. I just have it in there. I remember okay. it. What are you going to say, Miss? You about it? Just keep an eye on them because they, they switch over to DVD only sometimes. Yeah, they do. I can't figure that out. but I've had that happen to me. Yeah. Some of them, they, they have a statute of limitations on them yeah hey i got an addendum to my uh not hype yeah uh guru from gangstar uh had a heart attack over the weekend yeah sucks that's why people were talking about that today yeah i I came into class and my boy was like yeah i used to listen to gangstar all the time and i was like what the fuck kind of conversation could he be having where that comes up yeah i have have in recent years gotten really into Gangstar and you know DJ Premier he's done a lot of production stuff and Guru is the, is you know the rapper the MC and mm-hmm. he, I love his style and yeah pretty bummed he he was in surgery tonight apparently he's making a recovery but he's only 43 years old Hard wow. yeah that's that's a lot of rapping yeah is rapping bad for your cholesterol it might be i don't know it might sort of raises your heartbeat yeah, your heart rate. 
Um, so, uh, what have you been surfing? Uh, Roger Ebert's Twitter account. Jesus Christ. I could just have... I wish I had a, a Eberter. I wish I just had a Twitter uh, <laughs> application that just showed me... Ebert? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to get everybody off of my list except for Ebert. Just Ebert. Just because you don't need any other tweets. Thought. Yeah. Well, and it, their tweets are so... They're, they're, most of his stuff is something that I get interested in. He Before him, it was Sean Elliott for me. Of like person that I would like legitimately like go to the links that he posted. Yeah. But Ebert is like I didn't expect it. I'll say that. I did not expect to be happy. And then when when you finally got me to follow him like the first day it was like oh my god he flooded my stream. You know? <laughs> and then I was like looking at it I was like well this kind of hype. You know? Yeah so, he's always posting some interesting links and um, yeah, he's really in tune with it. And I don't know if you've seen the Vanity Fair article that was done on him. No. Well, you should definitely read that because it's a pretty awesome piece about his life and how you know he's how he's been dealing with his cancer and everything. And uh, well, what's his uh, what's his Twitter name? So people that are listening may want to follow him. I think it's just Roger Ebert. No, it's not. Well, we'll put it in the. If you're too lazy to look it up, then sorry. <laughs> sorry, listener. You don't deserve to. See it. We'll get missed to put it in the on the website. That's just we're so lazy now. We're just like, yeah, we'll get missed to do it. It's it's Ebert Chicago. Ebert That's Chicago. Yeah. Ebert Chicago. Great. That's done. Yeah. You know who I'm getting tired of on Twitter? Michael what? Ian Black. Oh, I I I never followed him. He's not that good. Anyways. Um. Yeah. So what have you been surfing? Well, okay, so this is the one where, like, <laughs> I haven't been serving shit, but I've been watching a lot of TV, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to update you on the TV shows that have possibly been, they've been, most all of them have been on Hype Still Out at some point or another. Yeah. You've already talked about Lost, Lost is shit. This season of Survivor is possibly the best in the past, like, six or seven seasons that I've ever seen of Survivor. So hmm. if I could jump on, they haven't even gone to the merge yet, so you may as well pick it up and start watching it. Watch the first 10 minutes of The Marriage Ref. Epic fail. Uh, watch the first episode of Parenthood tonight. Even bigger fail. Really? Not even bigger fail. Excuse me. Not even bigger. But it's marketed as a comedy, and it's not. Really? It's like drama. It's like serious drama with like a little bit of comedy sprinkled in. And that's cool. And you're thinking, okay, primetime soap opera. You've got lots of different it's, – it's one umbrella family. So you've got the, the grandparents, the patriarch and matriarch of the family. Yeah. And then you've got one, two, three, four siblings, two sons, two daughters. And they've each got their own little families going on. But it's like 30-something 30 30 part two. Well, the thing about it is, is that it's going to get, you could tell, like, you watch the first episode, and you're like, okay, wow, drama, and then they show the scenes for the next episode, Yeah. and it's so transparent that they're they're getting ready to throw the kitchen sink at you, that it's just going to be outrageous drama, so, yeah. I mean, whatever. Well, see, that's a perfect example of how the Olympic marketing has worked on me, because, oh, obviously, I didn't watch it, so it didn't work that well, but... 
Um, when it, that first came on, I was like, eh, Ron Howard, move on. Right. Can't right. stand Ron Howard. Um, right. And then as I watched those trailers, I was like, man, I might have to watch this. It looks like it might be kind it's of got funny. The- Bum ba da ba da bum ba da ba da bum ba da ba da music in it. And yeah, go, oh, that's that's kind of cute and funny. Yeah, maybe. it. I mean, there was a moment in there where it had McKay. It was dusty. Yeah, it was dusty. It'll like, be I one could, of those shows that's like really critically acclaimed and high ratings for about two seasons, and then it gets canceled. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I. I don't know, problem. man. It's like. It's so. Here's the thing. It's about families, okay, and parenthood. There's not, and every family's got their problems. And I understand every family does have their problems, but it's like these. Not it's mine. Like, it's like so. There, when those problems are the focus of the of the whole. Th- I don't know. It's just a little bit too off. It does have that dude from Sports Night on it. You ever well, watch Sports Night? Sports, Sports Night. Night's, it's on my queue. Go it's watch in, Sports Night. Really good show. Should not have been canceled. It's it's ahead of its time. Yeah, it's got Lorelai Gilmore on it, and she's yet again another single mom. But yeah. she's not She's not comic relief. She's like, uh, whatever. She doesn't do what She's going to rescue me, too. Um, so, is there okay. a good, I, before we go on, is there a good website to go to see TV reviews? I need to find a good TV reviewer. I want somebody that's going to tell it to me straight with like shows, you know, review yeah. shows. Yeah. If you, listeners, if you know of a good TV review site, send it's it to us. TV critic, find a TV critic. Okay, I'm going to go to one more before I get to the last two. So I've only got three left, and these last three are all three HBO shows. Yeah. The first one is Funny or Die presents. Yeah. And this is videos that belong on the website that somehow through some epic mistake made it on HBO. Yeah. Not good. Not yeah. worth it. Not, not worth it at all. Next was, it was my, what's the hype I believe is the Ricky Gervais show. Was your hype still out? It was my hype. It is right in between those two. Really? It's not as good as you thought. Well, it's it's got me laughing, but the because let's almost, clarify this. You gave me so much shit for not saying that was going to be the best fucking piece of art ever produced on this planet. Tony Reale, is that what I said? Miss, hmm? tell She's him he's asleep. wrong. Tell him he's wrong. I don't remember. Sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's true. You I gave, gave me so shit. much. Shit. I can't I believe that's shit. your hype still out. I can't believe you would even think that that wasn't going to be good. It is a good show. Okay. It's a, a solidly good show. But it's not my favorite thing that Ricky Gervais has done. But it's good. And I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah. But the thing is, it's it's being, it's in the shadow of another show, which is hard for me to believe. HBO's got a new show called How to Make It in America. I've only watched two episodes, but I think it's going to be good. Oh, your boy Bill Simmons loves that show. He does. He does. And he said he was kind of ashamed to say it, and I'm kind of ashamed to say it, too. But I think it's going to be good. They've got four episodes up right now. I've only watched the first two because I've only had time to watch the first two, but I'm hyped to watch the rest of it. Do they stream them on on HBO.com? I don't know. I don't know what they I've do. I've never seen it's, that. I've never checked that out. See if they, like I know how to make it in life. America. It comes on after Big Love, right? 
I guess. I don't think that's Is it on Sundays, though? Or are you just taping them? I'm watching them on demand. So. Fancy. On demand's free. No, but you gotta buy HBO to get it. That's the. I'll fucking. I will go hungry before I cancel HBO. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't care who you are. I just love it. I love it. We've never had it. I've never uh, been in the house that had it. I'll cut my phone off before I cut it off. Yeah. I will. Mark my words. So Moving right along. That's your TV roundup? That's my TV roundup. Hey, I, I got a little 10-second movie review. Really? Yeah, I went to see uh, went with a girlfriend to see The Crazies. No way. Mackenzie's so hyped to see it. And it was really scary. No shit. Um, yeah, well, it was scary in the way that I was a nervous wreck the whole movie. Yeah. In sort of a good way. It kept me on the edge of my seat truly throughout the whole thing she never knew when something was gonna and it didn't nice. take too many like it wasn't too too much of a b movie it yeah. actually had a fairly decent plot to it and uh the, the acting was good i thought it, it I mean it wasn't the greatest thing i've ever seen but i thought it was pretty so, good it's worth seeing answer me this okay because when i watch the trailers i think one thing is a zombie movie it's in the same uh it's cut from the same cloth, but it's not enough of it to call it a zombie movie. Now, I found out later that it's a remake of a George Romero movie, um, which George Romero obviously did Night of the Living Dead and all the old zombie movies. Yeah. But um, it's got a little bit of that in it. It's got some things okay. from some other movies. but I did, that, that wasn't what – it wasn't ruling me out because of that. I just thought, huh, that kind of looks like a zombie movie, but only crazier. No, it – I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. It, it's it's kind of a it's a downer in spots, but it's pretty good. Okay. It's a, it's a good time in the movies. All right. Well, we're moving on to the only successful grab bag topic we've ever had. <laughs> that old standby. Should I go see it? Is that what it's called? It used to be called Trailer Park or something. We changed <laughs> the name of it. I don't know. Well, I, no. Should I? I think. Well, we we tell you whether or not. We're no, should I go see it? see it is one movie that we talk about. The trailer okay. thing is something different. Yeah. Trailer Trailer Park. <laughs> trailer Park movies. Yeah. I don't I don't do you have it pulled up? I have the list of Oh shit, I didn't watch all the trailers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you fucking asshole. No, we'll bring it up. Oh, I know you're not giving me shit after what you pulled tonight. <laughs> For the second week in a row. <laughs> don't I won't. I didn't. What is you it? You did. Okay, so we watched... I saw some of them. We watched the trailers for... Well, I watched... <laughs> we... I watched the trailers <laughs> for MacGruber, Happy Tears, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo Trailer 2, mm-hmm. Bass Ackwards, and Season of the Witch. Yeah, I, 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 I've watched three and a half of those, so... Please <laughs> tell me you watched Season of the Witch. I did, yeah. Okay. I'm going to start with okay. that one. No. Okay. We're saving that till the end. Okay. We're going to start with MacGruber. Uh, wow. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I hate that SNL skit. Yeah, I tweeted earlier today, uh, does the world really need a MacGruber movie? And while we're at it, does the world really need any more MacGruber skits? Yeah, my SNL? feelings kind of got hurt. You like that skit? I like the skit. I'm not gonna like the movie. I think Ryan Felipe. It's or, one. It's a one-trick pony as a skit. Listen, 
I'm not going to say that any SNL skit other than fucking whatever the... Night the, of the Roxbury. That's Night right. of the Roxbury has ever worked as a movie. <laughs> I was just pulling that out. I don't think that worked as a movie either. Well, Corky Romano didn't work. Superstar didn't work. Anything. None, none of them have really worked. But I think that... I think this is going to fail, too, but I kind of like the skits. No. It's the I same. Kinda... The skit was funny once. It's not funny the 500th time they've done it. Well, yeah, okay, fine. Well, it's going to suck as a movie, too. Val Kilmer, Ryan Felipe, what are they doing? Uh, for Val Kilmer has just they had got the same goal. agent. They, they, every, from the look of <clears throat> some of these movies, people need some paychecks. They do. They do. Or they really like the skit. They think it's no. going to be a really you know great movie. No, that's not the truth. You know that's not the truth. <laughs> I don't does, I don't, does Ryan Filippini work? I don't know. Yeah, he got some alimony to pay, I think. So probably. Yeah. He he made a big mistake. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't need to spend any more time with that. Happy Tears. Yeah. So the premise of this is it's got Parker Posey in it and Demi Moore, and they're taking care of their ailing father. They are sisters both with opposite personalities and uh, so if, if, hilarity if, ensues. Right. Uh, you may think that you've already seen this movie once, but you didn't. You're thinking, wait a second. No, I've seen, I've seen older siblings dealing with their father's mortality with animosity and comedy. I've seen that. It was called The Savages. But you're wrong because this is two women, not a man and a woman. Okay. I didn't see the savages, so I don't. I'm, I'm completely lost. <laughs> that was um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. And uh, was it Laura Linney? Is that her name? Yeah. Is that who that was? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, uh, I'm not going to go see this movie. Mackenzie said right at the end of it, she goes, "I want to go see that," and I go, "Oh no." <laughs> well, I like Parker Posey, and I like I like Rip Torn, who's the father, plays right. the father. So yeah, I don't love him in Men in Black. Yeah, he's good in that movie. <laughs> that was really his, his, his touchstone performance That's there. big, yeah. Oscar. And, and 30 Rock, he's in 30 Rock. Yeah, he is in 30 He looks, like, dead on 30 Rock. Yeah, but he's looked dead since before Men in Black. Yeah, he's really looked rough for a while. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm not going to completely hate it. I'm not going to see it in the theater. No. I might watch it. It just looks like indie, but not. It's Yeah, it's like, look how indie we are. But we're not. $20 million. It's going to be yeah. one of those movies where everybody learns a lesson. Yeah. The girls, the sisters will be friends again. And... They learn to love yeah, each other but... despite their differences. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'll go see no it with your girlfriend. Back. Yeah. That's a chick flick. It is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the girl with the red dragon tattoo. <laughs> it's not the girl with the red dragon tattoo. The girl with the dragon tattoo. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> trailer too. I just think red. That's dragon. a different movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Ed Norton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I saw trailer number one. I didn't watch trailer number two. It doesn't matter. What? Well, give me the synopsis of it. Uh just. Weren't you? I, I thought to myself, I know why he picked this because he wants to talk about the author and the story of the book. Nope. Do you not know that story? Uh, did he, he died or something? Yeah, he was like, 
he was like murdered, but it was made to look like it was a suicide, and like he had some dirt on some shit. I don't know. You guys can oh, look it up. There's some, some crazy stuff. I, well, I thought you knew all about it, and that's why you were picking this so you could tell everybody that you know something about some novelist. Wow. I don't give a fuck. Hateful. I'm not going to read the book. I'm probably not going to go see the movie. Okay. <laughs> the just, trailer was just, just like. Just... I'll sit at home and listen to the Halo Two soundtrack. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see MacGruber. <laughs> yeah, I can see MacGruber instead. I'm gonna go see MacGruber instead. Oh, uh, what did you see in the first trailer? I mean, it looks like murder and like the first trailer cases. is just a teaser, and all it is is a shot of of, of the tattoo of the t- right. the titular tattoo. Well, this this trailer was like it was like a bunch of teasers mashed into one. There was no real story or like plot premise it was just like you know some of those trailers where it has flashes of different scenes and maybe a couple words flash on the screen doesn't really tell you much and it just assumes that everybody knows the story behind the novel i could give a shit fuck it if it turns out to be great then i'll i'll catch up with it i'm not too proud anymore to stick to my guns on something other than where the wild things are so yeah, yeah. Well, once you've told the world that you have the Halo Two soundtrack, it's really Jesus there's just no pride Jesus. left. It's so good. It's so good. You have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. Go ahead. What's right. the next one? <laughs> Sorry, I need to dip my ink, my pen yeah. dip my ink well. Um, the next Writing one with that pen right now. The next one's Bass Ackwards. Yeah, I did not see that trailer. Don't watch. <laughs> The trailer. Well, so what is it? Uh, it it looks. You can't it, tell. It starts. It starts out with a nice Sundance with the palm leaves, you know, and then winner Palm Dior. Winner Palm leaves. The official selection, and then it goes into uh, you know cute weird looking guy talking to cute weird looking girl. And then you have a uh, weird-looking guy driving a VW bus that's cut in half and then mashed back together. So it's it's so indie that it's an indie VW bus. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a story of man coming to realizing who he is. The <laughs> irony is, like, we were watching these on Mackenzie's computer. I was sitting right next to her, and I was, like, the volume was all the way up. I didn't hear a single word these people said during the entire fucking trailer, and I didn't, I didn't scoot any closer because I had absolutely no desire to hear what they were saying. Wow. So, so wait, Miss, you saw this trailer? Mm-hmm. What did you think about it? I it it looked it was it was almost like they tried too hard to be indie. Thank you. It was it it had. The trailer made me want to turn it off halfway through. I was like, if you're going to sell a movie and you want people to actually go see your movie, make it interesting. This Don't is, insult them. Right. If, if, if the trailer's any indication, the entire movie's going to be boring. Is it just, just from start to finish. Yeah. Is it just me or, is, or do, are these trailers, have they gotten ridiculously long? It seems like they're like... They're like four minutes long, and they don't show. They they show like all the plot points, but not not any like they don't they don't cut it in an interesting way. If the trailer for Back Asswards was forty five seconds long, it'd be too long. Yeah, that movie's gonna suck. <clears throat> Done. And the last one, the best one. 
Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch! <laughs> A cackling <laughs> witch! Um, now, this this movie, let me tell you before you go on to it. Yeah. No, I'll let you go first. Well, I was going to let Miss go first on this one. Get it, Miss. What did you think, Miss? I didn't even know you had watched him, so I apologize for cutting through you this first war. I did my homework. Yeah. And oh, I got the Oh. <laughs> I was too busy um, restoring my vintage fountain pen. Yeah. I was going to ask <laughs> who wrote that email with a fountain pen. <laughs> um, so, I, I'm, not, I'm not really a fan of, like, period movies as far as, like, and and this is like every single person I tell this to, their jaws drop. Like I hated Three Hundred, I hated Dancing with Wolves. Like I hated Gladiator. I just I'm not into like dirty. Everybody's dirty, and it's like way back in the day. So yeah. this movie was kind of like they're fell into dirty, that category for me. Right, and it was like all cinematic, and I I don't know. I wasn't really too hyped on it. Like, where I would say, oh, my gosh, I really can't wait to go see that. Plus, it's Nicolas right. Cage, and you got to be really selective when you watch his movies. <laughs> they're yeah. going to really suck, or they're going to be decent. Yeah. What? Well, never mind. So, what? yeah, that's, that's how I feel yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on, like, the titles that you mentioned. Like, not a fan of Gladiator, haven't seen 300, don't have any interest in seeing it. Visionary director Zack Snyder. I forgot he did that. Oh yeah. Um, I like some period pieces, but I, I, yeah, those and Dances with Wolves, meh. But uh, yeah, yeah. that's the other one, uh, Braveheart. Yeah, I never I saw mean, that. Don't have any never interest. Liked that. Um, Groot, okay. what do you think of well? Season? You guys, you guys are a little bit close to the mark, and but you're but you're off, okay. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but before we even watch this trailer, okay, I'm sitting here with Mackenzie. This movie is marketed directly to Mackenzie, okay? Yeah. She's a sucker for these types of movies. If you put, if you put a witch and like just a hint of scariness in a movie together, it, yeah. you've got her done. And the poster for it is just Nick Cage's head floating in a ball of fire. Yeah. If you look at it from a distance, when you get closer, you can tell that he's like supposed to be in the background, but it looks literally like his head is floating in a ball of fire. And before we even watched it, she said, "I'm already excited for this movie." Pre-trailer. Yeah. So, it it's got an audience. There you go. <laughs> but Bill Simmons was talking on the latest podcast that he recorded. I swear I'm getting to a point with this, okay? Just hear me out. All right. He was up at 2 a.m. the other night couldn't sleep and he wound up watching broken arrow okay right and he and he said he was completely enthralled by that movie because of how bad it was just how laughably bad it was and he cites that you know i mean this is before people were in on the joke that that john travolta really thought he was doing something by talking funny and smoking a cigarette even though it was clear that the smoke bothered him and that from 95 to 98 in his words there's this just this string of laughable action movies with yeah. holes and plots and he says like you know face off the rock the rock, yeah. the rock um what a, the there's there's another con air okay ironically nick cage and half of those movies, <laughs> okay 
And and he said that he would pit those laughably bad action movies against any other type of movie, string of bad movies, you know, for how bad they are. And this right here is the contemporary version of 95 to 98 bad action movies. It is the, it's like you say, miss, it's the period piece action movie. It's got just as many plots and holes. It, it, it bastardizes the period, you know, that, that, that people don't know their history. So they think that what's going on there is, is like feasible. You know, there's like, there's so much an astro- anachronism in it that it's just laughable. And I'm thinking Underworld, Rise of the Lycans, Pirates of the Caribbean, In the Name of the King, Van Helsing, 300, Troy, Alexander, the new Clash of the Titans that's coming out, the new Robin Hood, Sherlock Holmes. I mean, there's this whole crew of just shitty period piece movies. So I'm not even, I'm not even putting it up with like a, a good one. Like I think Dances with Wolves is is <clears throat> right as far as a period piece is concerned because it's the period is a character in the movie whereas with Season of the Witch Season of the Witch is the background it's not it doesn't justify the term period piece All right Right and I think that's the problem For sure and Nick Cage is the bridge between 95 98 bad yes. action to these well, shitty ass pieces. That's like I said, you you gotta look at <coughs> Nicolas Cage's track record. You just have bad movie, bad movie, semi decent movie, bad movie, bad movie. <laughs> I mean Wait, where's it, this, oh, this is trailer? What's this this just sent this link. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, look at link. every single so Nicolas bad. Cage movie poster. Is his floating head or some part of his body? Why do they put his head? He's so weird looking. Why do they put his head on there? Is it not every single poster? Yeah, every poster is. That's hilarious. That orange blue contrast. Yeah, they do. And it's like coming in half dark shadows. You know what they don't have here is Gone in 60 Seconds. But Gone in 60 Seconds has a very similar cover. Of course. Yeah, it does. You've got the knowing just, Bangkok You need dangerous. to put this link on the uh, the website. Lord, yeah, you need to just put this. This, this I'm not is a link to... with all the uh, all the Nick Cage movie posters that Miss has thrown up here, and it's really, they're all the same poster. Oh, my God, I forgot City of Angels. I forgot City of Angels has just his head nuzzling Meg Ryan's neck. Well, yeah, nuzzling Meg Ryan's neck. Fucking the Rock just, is man. him, Sean Connery, and um, Ed Harris's heads floating. Come a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can find the other one. Right. Um, okay. It? Yeah. yeah. Well, Doesn't season matter. of the witch. Here's my thing on it. Right. I hadn't had my my said my piece okay. about it. Number one, season of the witch is the name of a really hyped Donovan song. I don't know if you know who Donovan is. You would know some of his songs if you heard them. But season of the witch. He was he was real popular in the 70s, early 70s, right, late 60s, early 70s. Um, I really like that song a lot. And there was already a movie, a horror movie, back in the 70s that was named Season of the Witch, which is apparently hype. I haven't seen it. So I hear about this movie, and I read the description, and it says, uh, two, two knights are sent to escort a witch to wherever. And I'm like, well, that might be pretty good. And then I see that Nick Cage is in it, and I'm like, <laughs> hmm, hmm. How about that? Oh, and then I see the trailer, and it's been a long time since I saw the trailer, but 
I saw the trailer, and the feeling I got from it, I don't remember specifically if it's cut this way, but there was a Gladiator trailer. You know that movie Gladiator? Yeah. There was a Gladiator trailer that was cut with Kid Rock music in it. Really? Ball with the ball. Yeah, the first trailer for that movie, people forget this. It was cut with that. People forget this. Like, <laughs> like it was never cut ball with a ball. And so it's like... There, okay, so there you are. You're, you're selling me a period piece, but you're throwing the modern music on it. And granted, the movie didn't have that in it, but that's how they sold it. It's like this edgy action movie, but set in you know olden times. And that's the feeling I got out of this season of the witch thing. It it looks Kid Rock around. soundtrack. Let's throw in throw this Kid Rock soundtrack on the trailer. And, Kid Rock you up and down the block because yeah. that's hip. That's yeah. what the kids are into these days. It is that's what the kids are listening to. They are, yeah. I, mean, I wish you would step back from that witch, my friend. <laughs> well, wow. That's yeah. old. That's old. That's old. I can't wait for episode 40. It's going to be so good. Yeah. How about that? Well, I can't wait for this live stream this weekend. Oh, this train wreck. It's going to be so good. So, oh, by the way, during our break, which you didn't know we had a break, but we did, um, Miss Double Check Livestream, there will be a chat box. So you guys will be able to verbally assault us uh, via text <laughs> during our episode <laughs> of, of uh, the, the Oscars. So uh, we really encourage you to come on and, uh, you know, make fun of us, make fun of the Oscars. Uh, Listen to the podcast, watch the podcast during the Oscars. Don't forget, email us your Oscar picks. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. If you beat us in Oscar picks, we'll mail you a care package. Because we're mailing Clave one on Friday. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Follow yeah. us on Twitter at IOLTOS. Uh, thanks a lot, Miss, for doing the show notes and being, yeah. being uh, Tony Reale for us. <laughs> Kevin, thanks for publishing our episodes on iTunes. Uh, that's it for me. That's it. That's a podcast. 